Remember, I was in my living room. I I put on that that headset. headset. Hello? Hello? Who are you? you? I am Hollow Judge 673. What? You have been charged with theft of digital goods. In 2006, you downloaded. Songs for the dead by Queens of the Stone Age using Kassar. But everyone was doing it. Guilty. You will be sentenced to 13 years in holographic prison. No, 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 no. If only someone had saved you from the future! Welcome back to I Will Save You From The Future, a podcast all about new technology, future trends, and how to stay away from them, how to stay clear and keep you and your family safe. Uh, I'm joined today by Brad. It's me, Brad. Hi, Brad. Do you... Uh, I should have checked this before the podcast. Do you like... Can I use your surname? Do you, good, you, do call you me, use it? You call me whatever you want. What do you call yourself on the internet? Uh, Brad Woto, still. Brad Woto, Brad Woto. Uh, I've retired from YouTube, mm. my YouTube channel, but mostly people still know me as Brad Woto. So. Yeah. In a in a nutshell, give me like, in a what's the elevator pitch on you? Uh, I'm a retired YouTuber. <laughs> uh, I am uh, an editor. I edit for the PewDiePie channel on YouTube. Won't have heard of that, I'm sure. Little known little known dude little weird little swedish guy yeah he's very obscure (laughs) yeah i edit uh the majority of his videos not all of them um and i'm a twitch streamer now partner twitch streamer i stream almost every night games and D, and it's a weird combo audience you know when you combine D &D and pewdiepie what's the what's the hot game right now what's the stream what's killing all the streams um i've been playing a lot of uh player unknown battlegrounds is what it's called i just call it PUBG. but i've been playing that i don't know why it's just it shouldn't be good right yeah it's like an early access battle royale game uh made by the same dude who's made all the other ones since armor and uh it just shouldn't be very good but i can't stop playing it i'm addicted it's early access right so it's like broken it's full of it's still a work in progress yeah, it's buggy as shit it's unoptimized it, but i love it and it's just huge it's just blown up on twitch for some reason and uh interesting yeah no that's that's what i'm on and i can't stop doing it but i also i also stream D three nights a week nice so it's sort of it's sort of half and half and that's just pointing a camera at at the de- at the table no i do it over like skype calls basically Oh, okay, so um, it's just audio. It's it's all visual. We have like overlays set up, and it's all like visual. We use a um, Roll Twenty, which is a website oh, which yeah. lets you have like a virtual desktop kind of thing. 
uh, and you do all your dice rolls in there and you can make battle maps and things pretty amazing that's pretty cool so it's like it's weird though because D D on twitch is kind of half D D in its more traditional sense like we all sat around a table and like half show you know yeah it's sort of like it's got there's lots more like plot armor and things like that going on but yeah i don't know that's a whole other podcast well i mean maybe it isn't right maybe mm. it isn't because i mean i would very much like to tie these two subjects in yeah at some point so let me ask you this question how much better would those two games be if they were holograms if they if you were like immersed in them and there were like real people that you could shoot and like real dragons on your table so this week we're talking about holograms, right? Because they are actually fast becoming like a reality. You're a, you're a Star Wars fan, right? Yeah. You remember that one scene with the princess... What's her name? Leah? Zelda. Zelda, uh, yeah. Princess yeah, Zelda, she comes in through the little robot man. The little <laughs> robot man projects... Project. Inside the little robot man. <laughs> the little robot man who looks really like weird. a pill. Like a scene from The Fly. And he uh, he projects a little green uh, little standee of, of Princess Amidala. And she, and she says, I would very much like your help, Link. <laughs> yeah, I need your help. Rescue free me from Ganon. <laughs> yeah, she like, and then R2-D2 is like, boy, howdy, in his classic R2-D2 voice. But everyone remembers that kind of iconic scene and everyone uses that. When they're talking about holograms, pretty much universally, everyone uses that as the cultural touchstone yeah to describe what is what my brain goes there straight away yeah like as soon as you say hologram i think of those weird star wars ones that don't make any sense yeah they don't they don't i mean they make a certain amount of sense um so we can actually do that there's one kind of caveat involved is like we can project light in a basic way we can do what's known as volumetric display Mm. Um, which is we kind of project light at a high frequency and it shows it in the, you know, in the real world as like a 3D object. And usually it's very limited and it's quite simplistic and very few colors, but it looks like that. Um, The thing is, you still need like particles in the air. So like when you're in like a Mission Impossible situation, you spray uh smoke or fog or whatever and then you can see the lasers that's what we're talking about yeah 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 you still need like there to be something in the air that the light is hitting but we can do that that like exists there are a couple of you've blown my mind already i'm done i'm I'm cooked there are a couple of companies out there actually tons of fucking companies i've taken three there's a company called uh holovect um who successfully kickstarted a volumetric display it looks like like the worst it looks it <laughs> looks like a kind of like a bad waffle iron it's huge um it has these two components like the projector part and then the the part that's like atomizing the air that's like putting basically like a a little fog machine right and it's it's clunky and it's stupid and and like you can that people are developing stuff for it but like it's awful how big is it though like is it like Um, a desktop thing or is it like a room it's like no it's it's small we're talking like that thing in x-men where they they make that training room no it's designed to sit on your desk we're not we're not getting anywhere near like x-men danger room style stuff just yet but i mean theoretically and you could scale it up pretty well yeah um you got a company called voxon photonics uh they uh, are also doing very similar stuff it looks kind of nicer it's like a a box shaped area still quite small designed to sit on a table or a desk and within that area 
um, it can project 3D images and you can like project, you can make stuff in CAD and then project stuff like that. Uh, and then you got a, um, cool. other stuff that's just terrible. Um, like I found this one called uh, Volumen, which is a very, very smart name. Very clever name. Whoever yeah, came up good. with that, pat yourselves on the back for that one. It's real good. And that's basically not even... It, like, claims to be a volumetric projector, but, like, a lot of stuff, it's it's really not. It's really just, like, spinning LEDs in a in a orb. And they spin so fast that you can't see it. They've got a guy who can come up with really good puns, but they've, yeah. just, they've just made a spinny LED machine. Yeah, like, it spins so fast you can't <laughs> see the... You can't see the bits with the lights on. That's not really... That's uh, me. That's if, I, if someone all. said, come up with this intelligent design thing and i went i can do that i'm intelligent but really i'm not i just pretend <laughs> and then i trick i trick people with like flashy lights and a nice name you know fun fun fact uh the guy that invented this uh the volumen uh, also invented a thing called row sense which is a a device for helping you train to row crew well you stick it on your you stick it on your uh canoe and it and it uh, tracks you via satellite, and it tells you how fast you're going and um, how good your reps are. And they've just got a guy. They've got one guy who's got like these weird ideas. Yeah. Based on based on a cool name, and then he just and money. He must have some money somewhere tucked yeah. away. I mean, and I goes, I don't think Rosense qualifies. What would I what would I make if I combined and he just spins like a wheel of fortune row brrrm, sense. I'm gonna make a <laughs> rowing canoe sense machine and he just goes and does it. Yeah, they get the names first. Yeah, and then the next one was just uh volu volumen. What was it? <laughs> Vol vo vo and then lumen, which is like a technical word to do with light. Right. It's like a measure of light. Yeah. Which makes it very smart. So he's uh yeah. So he's just comboing words there. Yeah. Just making up. He's just making and up really good names. it looks like, um, in, in practice, it, it looks like one of those 80s, you know, the orbs with the electricity in them? Oh, and yeah. And then you touch them. You get yeah, them as, what... like, novelty lamps and you touch them and it, like, goes to your finger where your finger is. Yeah, what were they called? I can't remember, yeah. but it looks like those. I know what you mean. It looks like that. Um, only I used to it's have like, one of them, and I thought I thought that was the dopest shit. Only you you would like buy it, and you put it in the front window of your of your like local shoe store, and it would have like a scrolling marquee going around it, yeah, advertising yeah. your sales. Good old days, back yeah. before everything was a hologram. <laughs> so the thing that I really want to talk about, like this, is great, and volumetric display in this kind of form will be good at some point. People will keep like puttering away at it and it'll eventually get scaled up and it might look pretty good and we might eventually get like the kind of 3d jaws man from from back to the future 2 coming out of window displays and stuff like that oh yeah provided there is like material in the air that it can refract off basically yeah i mean i feel like that would be terrifying if you're yeah oh it is have you not seen marty almost pees his his pants i mean yeah that would be me even if I was aware of it, though, if I was just a little bit tired walking home from work, <laughs> and I set off one of those, and it's like a, it's like an advert for the new Friday the Thirteenth game, and Voorhees just jumps out at me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we're uh, that might you might be in a world where that's like normal. Yeah, this hasn't been your first Voorhees experience walking home, and maybe that ad campaign has been going on for six months and they haven't taken it down, and you're just like, <laughs> oh yeah, hey. 
Hey, Jason. What's up, Jace? I, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I can imagine that. But I feel like if they introduce this sort of stuff now, I'm quite, I'm like, I'm past it. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting on a bit. I've hit 30 now. And it means that I'm going to be that old man. By the time this technology really rolls out, I'll be like 50, 60, which means I will not be able to comprehend it. Yeah. They'll just be at an actual murderer in the street. <laughs> the back end of my life will just be a horror show as I'm just <laughs> avoiding all these holograms that are trying to sell me something. Well, because ultimately, that's all it would be used for. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And it always goes back to advertising. What? What? It's been, it's been 10 minutes. We've got to advertising already. I know. Yeah. It's because I just, <laughs> you know, that's the first thing that would happen with it. It would just be abused into selling you stuff. So the thing I really wanted to talk about in this episode is the Microsoft HoloLens. This is um, broadly defined as holographic technology, but it's like everyone has their own ideas about it. Uh, Microsoft themselves call it holographic and they also refer to it as what's what they coin uh, mixed reality. Right. Um, so the Microsoft HoloLens uh, was launched in March 2016. It's a headset computer. It's all built in. It's not like tethered to anything, although you can connect it to Windows machines. It runs on their mixed reality platform under Windows 10. And uh, it costs uh, about $3,000. Um, so right now it's like pretty much just for developers only. But they're working on. Pretty expensive. They're working on consumer versions. Yeah, you can get like you can get the three thousand pound, the three thousand dollar version, or you can get the uh, five thousand dollar enterprise version. Holy shit! Uh, for companies, I guess, to do cool things, and a lot of companies are. But it's still like they're keeping it very close. You know, they're keeping it just in the family, and they're not trying to promote it as a as a consumer product just yet because it's not finished and i've used them and and they're fantastic but they're not finished right so what it is it, it sits on your head you've got a display uh you've got a kind of visor around your face and in the in the center of that visor is what's known as a, a occlusion or occluded display uh which means that you can you can both see through it and you can have digital stuff projected onto the screen that you can see mm. then you've also got uh, cameras facing outwards. You've got uh, little speakers by the ears and um, microphone. What it can do is it can not only kind of display uh, screen stuff, like digital stuff, in front of your eyes, and you can still see the world around you. It also maps the room using these cameras. It, it creates a kind of uh, map, a 3D map of the room and the objects and stuff in the room, um, so that you can tether things to the walls and to your desk and, and to your furniture. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, it learns the room around you, maps things out. Um, it can remember hundreds of different rooms. So you can have things in those rooms that um, are there. And then when you leave, it stops running those programs. Um, but when you step back into the room, um, the programs come back up again. And it's like you it's like it never left. They launch with a bunch of different applications um, the first year. Uh, which is last year, they, it launched with Cortana, which is Microsoft's, basically their Siri. Yeah. So you can tell it to do stuff and it's it sometimes does what you want it to do. It's got a catalog of holograms just called holograms that you can like kind of open up different 3D files and you can place them around the room. It's got Hollow Studio, which is like a 3D modeling application, uh, an adaptation of Skype, 
a game a crime game which uh, uses your room and like turns it into a crime scene called fragments yeah, which is very cool but cool <laughs> a shooter which i haven't played called robo raid a low budget kind of camera app called uh, action gram and a platformer called young conquer now did you conquer did you play did you play conquer's bad fur day on the n64 uh yeah sort of but not like I'm not as religiously obsessed with it as the rest of the world. Okay, is. I did, and I it's one of the best games ever made. And I didn't know <laughs> I knew about you this. You were going to follow up with it. That's why I went in with the <laughs> religious. I did, I did not know about this until about an hour ago, and I haven't played it. And now I need to get the hol. I borrowed a Hololens a few months ago. I need to borrow that Hololens again so I can play Young Conquer. And it just sent me down this like rabbit hole of what's what the hell Rare have been doing. What 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 is Young Conquer? Is it just a new it's, so they they've made like a a baby version of Conquer, which is the worst idea possible. Yeah, there in the history of video games, there is not a more confusing property than Conquer. Yeah, that was the weird one where you fight a giant poo at one. Yeah, point, right? yeah, like it's yeah. an it, it's a great game. It's like an adult spin, like a really crass, rude spin on a cartoon. Uh, platformer game, yeah. right? Conquer is seemingly this like innocuous cartoon squirrel, but he's a drunk and he loves, he's <laughs> sex crazed and he loves pills and money and he like destroy, kills indiscriminately. It's great. But like either side, either side of that game, they've released games that like seem to be for kids. Hmm. And this one, like, it, he doesn't swear. He doesn't do anything. He just, like, jumps around on your sofa collecting coins and stuff. I mean, I guess they're just playing with it. Yeah, but, like... A full game would be cool. Microsoft, you have other... Do Microsoft have other IPs? I don't know what they have. Do they have Maybe Halo they don't. I mean, they have Halo. That's all I can think of. Maybe it's time Microsoft came up with a new character. Yeah, they need to... If they're going to make cool stuff like this, they need to start investing in some games and stuff. To Conker can't be your everything. Like, he's suited to one thing. It's swearing. How invested you are into Conker does make me feel like Conker can be their only thing. <laughs> Like, you sold Conker's Bad Fur Day to me just then. It's fantastic. I, I vaguely, I think I played, like, a bit of it. But every subsequent attempt to make a Conker game has failed. Yeah, I also knew that. They, they just haven't got out of development. They just do that all the time, though. Have you seen yeah. the travesty that was the more recent Spyro game? Oh, goodness, yeah. <laughs> Just so heartbreaking. It's um, very it's very depressing. But I mean, like, HoloLens, I feel like, would lend itself much better to something like uh, World of Warcraft or something. Oh, know, yeah. Or an, an MMO space mm. than, like, a platformer. Well, it's interesting that we started the conversation with Dungeons & Dragons, right? Because that's mm. one of the really obvious applications. Everyone in a room, here's what I think it would be better for than, like, being in the room and the dragon comes at you and you are your your character in D D. Yeah. I think it would be better that everyone has one on and you have like a virtual table in front of you with really cool looking miniatures mm. um and your and like a digital character sheet on your screen then you can and you can hand like hand things over to the players um and then it just comes up on their screen in front of them or that you know I'm calling it a screen. I don't even know if that's what it is. It comes up yeah, on their I mean, it's a, Yeah, it's a display. It's a display that you wear. Yeah. But it, yeah, I guess it is a screen. And I think like a really nice version of that would probably appeal to players more so than being being your character 
and being immersed in the world and the dm is describing things and as he describes things they show up in front yeah of that's what i'm saying like you don't need to be in the world i'm saying it, like it can track your room it can track mm. uh it can know that you're sitting at a table mm. and it can recognize patterns so one of the easiest things to do is like track immersive kind of room it plays playing tracks you know like like ambient sounds and things into each player's ears and stuff would be really yeah. cool yeah and it can it can track one of the easiest things to do is kind of mocap something to a if you have say a cross or like a little uh black and white uh like qr code or something yeah essentially it can track a character or an object in virtual reality to to that object so you could have pieces maybe you don't even have models moving around the table you just have little discs and mm. if everyone is synced up and you can all be looking at the same thing you can you can all be looped in on the same environment using hololens you're like moving these discs around only what you see is like a dragon or a knight or someone like polishing their armor yeah it's amazing it, it just kind of annoys me that i can't just step away now and do that <laughs> yeah but you will be able to soon like <laughs> yeah I, no i i think it looks like it's pretty freaking close like i think they're closer yeah. than i expected yeah i've done it i've done it with um i had a a student i mapped them i made a 3d version of them in this big green screen room and then i tracked them onto a table and there was a little miniature version of them standing on the table that's awesome because they did like you a can thing. do it was it this that had the the it was like last e3 they were playing minecraft with it yeah so i mean that's been like what was announced. that was that this or was that something that's else? been announced but like there's been very little news on it they want to make some kind of adaptation of minecraft it's in the uh launch video which maybe you're thinking about i just i remember seeing people playing minecraft but they had it um virtually displayed with a thing in front of them yeah um and it and it had you you could see what the person could see through there i don't i can't remember if it was the hololens or something else but i feel like it was it probably and it was, is and it That's was built like up in this realm table. i mean you could have been you they could have been say vive or oculus or something as well the big difference with the hololens is that it's it's all based around the room yeah no i love that so it actually take take all, all your objects and your tables and stuff into consideration the thing that might be more interesting as well is not that everyone maps their own individual room but like you lock rooms so that if i had mine on and i walked into yours it just syncs up to yours regardless it doesn't it doesn't track what i want in the room it just immediately loads up your one yeah um, yeah it's great like that this stuff excites me like i would never take it off and it means also you said it can store a hundred different rooms or oh it can store like tons and that'll only increase but like if you store a hundred and i store a hundred and everyone in the world has one on and we're all walking around in this but you're just you just create a new world oh yeah yeah and you don't like suddenly everyone's rooms are empty they're just empty like, with like where's all your decorations <laughs> Where's your decorations, brah? <laughs> yeah. Brah, I don't need decorations. They're all in my head. Yeah, you would never, you wouldn't need any physical things. Yeah. You would just have a plain room. You, the only physical things you would need would be things to like genuinely clean you, like actual water. Yeah. Uh, you need food, you need furniture, food. you need uh, toiletries and appliances. But like. But then everything else, house plants. Yeah, wallpaper, vases, D&D yeah. &D tables. You could, because you, you could just say, oh, D&D &D table and then click and it's now. Uh, really nice looking mahogany yeah as long as you've got one table it can be any table you want it's the weirdest thing and it can have anything on it we could go from playing D&D &D to just it's like tabletop simulator you could just suddenly have the Battlestar Galactica game yeah we just play that yeah absolutely and then it's just a TV <laughs> yeah and uh, you, you kind of reduce on. you reduce like home decor 
the whole the whole business of, of home decoration to like virtual objects to like buying stuff from like an app store it is weird though isn't it what if it breaks you just oh yeah i mean really if it breaks you, just, you come out of it after like it's been working perfectly for two years and then it, it goes wrong and you remember that you live in a gray cube you live in a gray cube the clothes you're wearing you look like the <laughs> fucking guy you look like tom hanks in castaway <laughs> <laughs> you're just disgusting there's like two or three dead animals in the room with you <laughs> There's like a guy who's just a homeless guy living in the yeah, house. He's been there the whole time. But he's maybe time. you've never heard of like the hololens a, has blanked him out. Maybe he's got like a hack, like he's invisible to it. <laughs> well you make a, him invisible. He's wearing like a coat. Him. He's wearing a coat that looks like is just grey. <laughs> and reflects light. So You're really like... skinny because he's been eating half of your portions every time you make a meal. <laughs> you just didn't know. <laughs> he was stealing half the fries. <laughs> yeah you've like you you've had your virtual chess set on him for like six months <laughs> and didn't realize oh it's horrible see now we're getting into the horrors of these things when they when they go too far yeah microsoft no. hololens has it gone too far absolutely if not now then soon so just before we take a break um i want to run down some of the some of the features of this mm. uh just the technical specs uh, and then we can start thinking about how they can be misused so the hololens basic functions um, as defined by their like uh, holographic academy, you can actually access all of these resources online if you're interested. The basic functions are gaze, which is where you're looking, gestures, which is what you do with your hands, because of course it's facing outwards so it can see you uh, interact with stuff. Uh, voice input, spatial sound, which is it plays stuff back to you, and spatial mapping, or uh, sometimes referred to as area learning, which is where it maps your room. Right. And it creates that like bump map of everything around you. They're the like fundamental things that it does, and you can harness it, you can build stuff using Unity, uh, an application called Vuforia, you can use Visual Studio, which is a Microsoft application, and it has a lot of like crossover with things like AutoCAD and Maya, and basically like a lot of those things can all talk to each other. Biz Business-wise, it would be the, the most useful thing in the world, especially like architecture and engineering and things like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. There are people... Because um, we're just can... here like, oh, I want a new table. Yeah. But really, the, the, this sort of technology would just launch us into a new age. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been focusing on really, really mundane things. I but, like, this is gonna with it. It will re revolutionize uh, interior decoration. It will revolutionize <laughs> construction. You can go to a... If you can go to a site and every member of your team has one of these on and you can, like, point and gesture, like, hey, I want this these supplies to taken here mm. i want you over here uh on a film shoot you could like if you're all wearing one of these you can be like okay i want this light placed here this light placed here uh you can create those objects and everyone can see what you're doing and also just fucking with the lights you can you can move them like you'd be able to test how that light would look for the shot mm. yeah absolutely so you wouldn't you would you wouldn't need to spend forever because how many times have you moved a light and then gone no move it back uh. no move it over here no move it back you know you just do that until you that's get that's like right a third of my lighting. life that's just all it is, yeah. That's literally all it is, really. You're, the lighting guy is so underrated on every on every movie shoot. Absolutely. But the uh, this would just do that the actual manual labor part of that. Yeah. For there's you. a company out there. Um, I forget the name, but there there's a company out there that builds operating theaters mm. using this technology. So they invite doctors from from expensive wealthy 
you know, big flush American hospitals, you know, rich off that insurance money. They bring the doctors in, the surgeons, the Meredith Greys of the world, mm. and they say, hey, what would your perfect uh, layout be? We've got this much room to play with. And they put a HoloLens on them and they say, well, I'd like the main, you know, the body table. That's what I assume they call it. Yep. In the middle. That's, no, that's correct. Yeah. And then uh, I'd like uh, the organ bucket over here. Mm-hmm. And it needs to and- be a double sized or- organ bucket. And they can like pinch and drag and make it bigger. Yeah. And they've like virtually designed their perfect operating theater for the, for the surgeries that they do. Correct. It's brilliant. It's just, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a break and then we're going to get into the doom. Okay. team and thank you for listening to episode six of i will save you from the future for new listeners this is a comedy discussion podcast all about technology and how it's going to destroy the future if you're enjoying the series please tweet about it using the hashtag iwsycast that's hashtag uccast you can talk to me on twitter at hello i am bing and you can find all episodes of uc and other shows at hitwithwrench.com forward slash podcasts i've got one very exciting announcement this week because yesterday we launched a kickstarter for those of you who don't know i also make music i produce uh, electronic music with a bunch of different collaborators around the world we're called high five spaceship and currently we are raising funds to make a third studio album so we launched a kickstarter campaign it's codenamed yellow album that's also the hashtag and the website www yellowalbum.com if you're a fan of our music this is a really really great way to get involved and to support what we do every backer gets access to the backers only blog over on kickstarter as well as a password protected tumblr page throughout the production of the album we're going to be sharing snippets and recordings from the studio and demo versions of things as they're being made there are also some exclusive discounts and perks and versions of the album that just won't be available anywhere else after the kickstarter if you're into electronic music or experimental music or you've heard some of our stuff before and you want to hear more go over to yellowalbum.com especially for the kickstarter we are giving away some downloads we commissioned a remix by an artist called flyover you can get that over at the kickstarter page in a few days time we're also going to be sharing the theme tune to this podcast as a free download it's currently available absolutely nowhere else but it will be going up on yellowalbum.com for free. If you're a fan already, please consider backing. If you're not a fan already, this is a great time to get some free downloads and decide whether you want to be. We launched yesterday and the reception so far has been amazing. Thank you to everyone who has already backed and shared the project and helped us get over halfway in 24 hours. We've got quite a way to go though, so please do keep sharing it. Please do keep uh, telling your friends and sending it around, um, reposting it on Facebook, Twitter, every social network that you have we also launched a new podcast on hit with wrench to coincide with this campaign it's called inside the spaceship and it's where i talk about music production i take a track that i've made and i break it down into its individual stems and i talk about where it came from how it started how it grew uh, and uh, occasionally talk about the meaning of the lyrics or give you a um, play you an alternate version it's really fun the first episode went out yesterday you can search for inside the spaceship or high five spaceship on all good podcast apps or again you can get it at hitwithwrench.com that's about it from me thank you for listening and please check that out and now back to the show
So we're back, uh, we're talking about the Microsoft HoloLens, we're talking about holographic futures, where they're going, what they're going to do to us. Just before we get dive back into it, I had this one note that I didn't mention before the break. Mm. Did you know that in ancient Greece, um, some people believed that uh, the way that light worked was that our eyes sent out eye beams, and that was how we saw, like, we were, like, shooting eye beams at everything that we looked at. Wait, wait. What you... And gathering information. So how does it work then if that's not the case? Well, I mean, so, I mean, you need to do like a... Because as far as I'm aware, okay, by, by the laws of Zeus himself, that's exactly true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you you, you <laughs> so proved I to mean... me that we're not in a 3D hologram. 4D hologram. 5D hologram? 4D. But I mean, light fields have five dimensions, I believe. So we're in a um, 5D hologram. But I mean, if you believe that we see with live, with like eye beams that shoot from our eyeballs and then like pick up all the information and bring them back, then that's not true. <laughs> and Damn. Uh, that's fine. I've been lied to this whole time. What am I going to do? Cyclops was my number one hero of the X-Men. <laughs> And now he means nothing to me. The reason I bring it up is because um, we actually have kind of invented that. However many, right. um, you know, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of years later. I can't, I don't do history. Um, 45 years ago. We've actually invented something that's kind of like that. Because there's this very basic script in uh, HoloLens software called Raycast. Which, uh, and in lots of uh, VR headsets as well. Um, there's this script called Raycast that allows objects and programs to know where you're looking. Mm. And it essentially like affects the world around you based on what you're looking at. So they weren't right. They were very incorrect about the way that the human eye works. But um, we've actually... But they will be right. We seem to have... Yes, soon. they will be right. Because sooner or later, that is how our eyes gonna, are going to work. The Greeks. Um, so, okay. It's They're always coming back. The Greeks. <laughs> Always, always coming back to them Greeks. <laughs> the Greeks, all their technology, all their philosophies always boomerang back, don't they? Yeah. It's like fashion. Yeah. It, every, it, what, it all comes back around. It's just... <laughs> only it, it fits better. It's on that. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're looking at... We're, look, we're staring down the barrel of a future where we all wear headsets all of the time. You come over to your house, maybe you come over to your friend's house and like instead of a coat rack, there's just like four or five HoloLens headsets mm. and you put them on. Because everyone's naked. Yeah. Maybe everyone's naked in clothes. Shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You HoloLens on your own clothes. So so you're describing a world where not only we live in like gray cubes with featureless cubes with no windows or doors. I guess they need doors. <laughs> but also nobody, everyone's like got the emperor's new clothes on. Well, yeah. The, so and the thing that scares me the most about that is that you know that people paid for those imaginary holographic clothes. They're still expensive yeah. Versace suits. Yeah, I mean, everybody buys the hats in Team Fortress and the things for their Mies yeah, and stuff, right? Yeah, it would right? be the same thing. Like, they would still They're cost all, just you're as already much, doing they wouldn't it. be physical fabric. Oh. Oh, okay, but there's one... Okay, it makes there's... me feel weak. It, like, it does. It makes me feel weak just thinking about stuff like that. Because this is the abuse of this system. I can already see it. I was like, 10 minutes ago, I was like, this is so cool, I can't wait for it, and I'm already jaded by it <laughs> 10 minutes later. Yeah, th there's one, okay, there's one critical, like, problem in this idea, and, and that's that if at any point you just take it off, boom, everyone's naked. Yeah, the world sucks. You get to see them all naked as long as, as you just take but it off. But what's to say that, like, you look like you being in the, in the hollow world, but then when you take it off, you're just grotesque. 
you know. Oh no. You know, like it's well, there's still the problem that like, you still got like, the problem that everyone you could all the all you need to do to see the true you can't catfish anyone because as soon as they take it off, they're just themselves. Unless they can't take it off. This is like every modern day anime ever, like Sword Art Online onwards. They've all become about this. Unless they can't take it off, Bradley. And then 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 we slip into Black Mirror with the episode with the things in the eyes. Oh yes. <laughs> What if this technology, these like occluded displays, are in our eyeballs? Yeah, they started externally. Like nothing is real. Nothing needs to be real, should I say. Well, then we are... Except the things that we touch. Yeah, and then, but then even then, do we need to move anymore? Or do we just end up like those things from Wally, the people that are just <laughs> in the chair? And they're just like, they're like amorphous blobs. So, see, so now here's my theory about Wally, right? I don't think we would get to that extreme where everyone's in these like obese uh, little scooter m- mobiles and everyone's like unhealthily fat, mm. right? Because somewhere along that line, someone would sell us those those uh, devices that shock you when you sleep. Mm. So, like, you'd get these suits that have that built in and it, they're, they're just like working you out without you having to move. I feel like everyone would just be on like a, a life support machine though and then they'd be in their own head. Well, then we're getting into Ghost in the Shell. And then we're Ghost in the Shell. And I mean, that's like full-on virtual reality. That's not mixed anymore. That's not holograms. But like, where does it stop? <laughs> No, like, exactly, exactly <laughs> where does it stop? This, is that we start edging into all sorts of other Matrix-level stuff. And then and then my brain yeah. is like, well, how do you know you're not in it already, Brad? And then and then I go off onto that other study where the every scientist in the world was like, we just wouldn't know. <laughs> and then I start to completely disassociate and great, thanks, Bing, you've given me... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you've given- <laughs> we put Brad in the void, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so real, like reeling it back reeling it back a, a, just a little bit before it goes like full matrix yeah full let, ghost let's in the think shell. like a few years in the future let's yeah let's limit ourselves to like a hundred years mm. if we all have these headsets maybe they're better maybe uh they're lightweight they wrap all the way around so there's no like every even in your peripherals uh, vision is that what what's his face had on in star trek oh geordie the one with the thing on his eyes <laughs> no G- uh geordie laforge the chief engineer of the uss enterprise had uh he just had no it was just a silver tiara <laughs> that uh, helped him see because he was blind but like oh but that, what about that then what about this for uh, people who are blind? Mm. You know, if we could hook this up to uh, an optic nerve, yeah, they can exist in our virtual world. Sure, they won't be able to see the grey room with the with the trampy man. No. Well, I mean, maybe in the future, maybe in the future, we don't need our eyes so much. This is some cool shit for people who uh, have sight problems. I mean, I have glasses on. You're going to need a prescription HoloLens. Yeah, so I mean, like, uh, give you an example. There's um, what happens when everyone's using this to, like, have stuff in their homes. Everyone's replaced all of their decor in their home with virtual Mm. devices. What happens? What would you do if you were a hacker and could hack into people's headsets well i mean you could you could do anything that hackers do now really i mean yeah you think that i mean these would replace your phone you wouldn't have a phone in your hand anymore so everything that's on your phone now yeah would be on this probably half the things that are on your computer would be on this games and Mm -hmm. paypal accounts but also all your all your like maybe you've got pets shit maybe you've got like a panther like an extra member of your family. Oh, see, my brain went straight to what type of animal can I now have because I don't get killed by it and I immediately <laughs> well, thought the panther. Most, 
Well, obviously the most extravagant animal of all is human. A human pet? What if you just have like a holographic child? <laughs> That's horrific. Me, you know, me, me, me and Martha, we couldn't conceive naturally, so we had a virtual boy. Oh my god, that's such, that's a horror movie. And premise. you've got a, you've, you've got a baby that only exists in your Hololenses. Jot that down for a movie. Cut. <laughs> TM, TM, we came up with it. This is our idea. That's a dope movie. We want exec producer cre- credits on that movie. Where they're on, they're on the, they're on the fringe of this technology. Everyone's just about got one. But this first couple adopt the first virtual baby, and then it just goes full fucking Skynet. Yeah. As it grows. Oh, shit. But then, like, obviously in the third act... It's the hacker. In the third act, yeah, maybe it's like he gets hacked. And the then he goes haywire, and he um, goes off the grid. Maybe he's, like, running... Like, he can run house to house and just, like, jump from, like, headset to yeah. headset. But here's the twist at the end, is that this is... Uh, this is actually thousands and thousands of years in the future, and it's that kid just replaying for himself the, his whole life. Oh, so he's like trapped in a trapped in a in a kind of prison of his own memories. Yeah, humanity's gone. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so you got a kind of you got a kind of inception there. I kind of vibe. <laughs> who would who would play our um, lead? Uh, virtual boy the virtual boy and like grown up like like kind of 20s 30s it needs to be someone like, who um can look both adorable and horrifically frightening at the same time mm, you know did you see get out no i haven't seen that yet i got a suggestion for you if you could just go into your browser and maybe google his name yeah caleb landry jones landry for our virtual boy him that's him he's in the new You've twin peaks that's exactly and him. he's very scary looking yeah, that's him right there because look at him he can be both adorable like he could be innocent but he can also be like dangerous he can be both adorable and then just the most terrifying thing you've ever seen the first two images mm. of him are exactly that for what's come up for me yeah so you got caleb landry jones playing playing a entirely holographic boy the first the first holographic child uh ever conceived a la truman show little little tip to tip of the hat yeah he lives he lives in his his parents holographic house which irl is just a couple of gray cubes tip of the hat and then of, of course as ai improves like he's going to be on the right he's going to be born like in the right moment in history where like at first he only needs to be smart he only needs to be able to do baby things but then like ai will also advance at the same time that he's aging and he'll he'll get better and he'll be able to learn and by the time that he's like 20 or 30 like we'll have good enough neural networks that um he can just like actually think and, and do stuff like a human being but what if what if he can't what if what drives him from being a cute little boy to an insane person is that he relies entirely on his parents to provide for him we've got to the point as humans mm. where we can just imagine a new lamp whereas he has to ask someone to create one for him yeah he becomes he becomes insane he's lesser then there's this uh yeah because he can't because he doesn't have like admin privileges he can't like <laughs> He can't be like pseudo make me a toy. Well, he is a thing. He is one. He's he's the same as a lamp. Yeah, because he was just so he's like not even by... user. He's not recognized by the system. Uh. Mm. <laughs> oh shit! This is great. This is a fantastic movie. <laughs> this, this is a fantastic so cool. movie. This is a brilliant movie. I think the. I think that the... Um, Shoot it like Ex Machina style, you know, with that weird sort yeah, of tone. Yeah, I think that maybe... Oh, maybe that guy's the dad. That guy's the dad. The guy from Ex Machina? He's the dad. Yeah, she's the mum. We just get the other the woman from Ex Machina. Yeah, they're the parents. They're the parents. And it's just like a nice cheeky like nod to, to Ex Machina. 
because we're gonna yeah, we're, we're gonna win all the awards and everyone online can start doing the whole like oh is this a sequel is this set in the same world we know it's not but let them have their fun you let know them, let them have their little fan theories that's fine <laughs> so like they're the they're the parents and they get they get the virtual boy and then he grows up kind of in the shadow of, of his flesh counterparts maybe oh shit Maybe they actually do finally conceive. <gasps> and they forget about him. And then there's a real boy, a real boy. or girl in the house as well. And he feels, uh, maybe he feels jealous. And maybe he, the first time that he like breaks out of his programming is to like, he finds a way to actually manipulate the house and like throw the kid down the stairs. Yeah, that's the horror. It's it's him coming after the, the parents and the, the new kid. Yeah. Oh. I love this. And they, they, there has to be one of those horrible, doesn't make any sense, uh, faux sci-fi moments where the parents take the headsets off for the first time. And we see the grey room and they, they, they throw them down, they smash them up, they grab the baby and they turn around and he's in the doorway. <laughs> you know, because just... <gasps> he's, he's found a way. Yeah, he's just he's, he's gone full robo-pocalypse. He's Arcos. 3D printed himself somehow. He's 3D printed himself and he's real. And not only that, but like they, they take their headsets off for the first time in 18 years and they realise that their baby um, has like freckles <laughs> and they've never seen They haven't got never a real baby. And, maybe it, and it's like wearing a sack instead of clothes and they forget that like they forgot all that, and there's a homeless man in the corner. Terrific, They're like horrible train spotting moment. Just with that, <laughs> and they, the homeless man s- survives the ordeal. And the he's homeless the man, yeah, saves them. Yeah, I want. I watched all these people for so many years. <laughs> so they saw so many things, and yet they were so blind. They were blind that love, love for their first child was love all along. You know, like, like love, love cannot be three D printed. <laughs> That's that's the fucking tagline. Love cannot be three D printed. That's the tagline. It's barely even English. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it would be so good. It'd be so good. Middle of the range, summer box office. Yeah, yeah. And it it gets a nod. It gets a couple of Academy nods, but it doesn't win anything. I won't even attempt to come up with a name, but we'll get the guy that came up with WaveSense to name it. Is it even called WaveSense? What was it called? Waves. <laughs> you mean? Yours is better. His was Rosense. Rosense. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I went. I went for flow. <laughs> Ro. You went for a good name. Yeah, no, that's that's how you went wrong. Oh. I want to give them like. I want to make them more. I give them more sense. <laughs> give them a sense of what they're doing. <laughs> oh man! Oh, if he could say, uh, like, he'll see this movie, and he'll be like, "Drat! I was so." So near, yeah, yeah, so far. This movie could save the world, though, you know, because people would see it, and the people at Microsoft Hololens would shut down what they were doing, you know. Yeah, the technology has come too far. We can't allow this shit. So maybe that's our plan, right? So most episodes, I try and get like get like action points together yeah. for our listeners. Maybe they don't need to do anything. Maybe this week it's on us. Mm. The onus is on us to make this film. To make this film. Change the hearts and minds of holographic developers by making this the most intense, emotional, horrifying roller coaster blockbuster of all time. Yeah, and also a sort of uh, it's like a sh- it's like a shot across the bow of humanity. Something that really stops people in their tracks and make them makes them ask the hard questions. Like after Star Wars, right? We did. We stopped going to space. Yeah, 
good reason as well. Because they saw how much of the aliens and bad big worms and stuff were there. Yeah, fuck ever having to deal with a sarlacc. <laughs> yeah, they saw the sarlaccs <laughs> and the, the dune boys <laughs> and the, the worm people yeah. and the like creepy, the big slug man. And they said, nah, mate. Nah, and they cut funding, cut funding to, NASA. to NASA. So what we need to do is, and we cut. never went back to the moon. We need to cut funding to uh, to Hololens, Microsoft. Yeah, so maybe they'll see this movie and they'll be real sad because, like, oh, and Dom Hogleason's there as well. Yeah, a hundred percent. And maybe the, maybe he gets killed. Maybe he's the postman, and he gets killed. But he's he and has some. Just he's the only, he doesn't have a Hololens on either. And maybe they see this like beautiful coming of age tale of love and and family and murder and and like real visceral gore like real top tier oh yeah 18 plus well when gory gory kill scenes i feel like he needs to he needs to legit murder his parents his 3d printed self needs to murder his parents in real world and it's the first time he feels so he really goes for Mm. it he's feeling with actual finger pretty 3d printed fingertips oh yes and like the first thing that he f- the first thing he uses his like sensation the first thing he uses is like sensomatic haptic feedback fingers to do is like feel the inside of his mother's face <laughs> he like feels it like and the trickling of, of her like brain viscera down his yeah, arms and he just loves it and then he like he looks then like maybe there's a special cut that we invite all of the um windows holographic developer team to and in that cut he he hold, holding her like floppy face skin in his hands he just looks straight up into the camera and he's like stop yeah he puts it on he puts the face on his face yeah and says I could be real un- unless you stop <laughs> with with the stammering. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because he's, he's human he's become, now. He's basically become an entity he's now. Human he's, now. He's, he's making all sorts of living, stupid mistakes just to really undermine the point. He's a living man, and now he's fallible. <laughs> and he maybe his maybe like towards the end of the film, his his uh, performance style becomes a bit more like improv. <laughs> He really gets into improv. He, Those are the two things he he discovers when he comes out: murder and improv. He's a true human being now. They're more connected than you think. <laughs> Probably. Christ, that's frightening. Yeah, maybe that's his like rebellious teenage years. As he joins a he joins an improv comedy troupe, and his parents don't like it. Well, that's the sequel. It's a comedy printed funny. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so I mean, yeah, that's so that I think we got a solid plan there. I think so. I think we we appeal to the hearts and minds of the Microsoft developers, and we we invite them all to Cannes. Yeah. And we show them a, a special cut of the film that's just for them. That's maybe even more gory. Like if it's like a nineteen rated. Nineteen. It's nineteen rated, and we had they have to invent one just for us because it's so fucking harrowing. It's horrific. Yeah. And uh. Then we invite them back to the after party and we're like, well, after what you've seen, do you really feel like doing what you're doing? Yeah, and they'll, they'll thank us and we'll, they'll shut down all of it. Only to be discovered in a thousand years by some intrepid future archaeologist on the sand planet of Earth. <sighs> That's not our problem, though. That's not our problem. Who is Microsoft's like That's main rival? Because we need someone to fund this movie. Well, I guess, I guess it's Apple. Apple will fund but this. But they... They just keep making mistakes <laughs> recently. 
But it does. I don't care what I, their mistakes I are. Just give us the funding. I just need the funding for the movie. If we could resurrect Jobs, if we could somehow resurrect Jobs, and maybe they have him on a server somewhere, we don't know. We let Microsoft finish the Hololens, then we upload Steve Jobs' consciousness into it from CD-ROM, and then okay, it doesn't have a disk drive. You realize? Uh, hello. You said this was future tech. I think it's definitely got. Okay, yeah. You just have you look never at seen any future tech from early nineties movies? They all had CD-ROMs. Okay, Thank yeah. You. Sure. No, I'm on board. I'm on and board. And we upload Steve Jobs' consciousness. Steve Jobs' consciousness is on a CD-ROM somewhere. I'm calling it now. Yeah, absolutely. One single CD-ROM, CDR. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a, like it's part one of six and we only have the first one which is his love of lsd and the fact that he hates his wife we upload that and then we and when we get we get steve jobs to fund whatever it is yeah called we don't know yet because we can't and then he can help on the script because damn he did a good job on toy story well he wrote toy story what he helped he helped like the reason one of the reasons it's so good other than joss whedon is he had like a big hand in the story development. Oh my god. He's like real good at stories. Good at everything really, isn't he? Yeah. That's the reason that 2 and 3 were not as good. It's because Steve Jobs didn't work on them. Why? Also, Joss Whedon left the project. Why? Because he had to do like comics and stuff and Buffy. I don't care about Pixar as much as everyone else either. No, me neither, man. I mean, I like it. You see that inside out? It was too colourful for me. Too many colours. So I think that's our plan. We're going to resurrect uh, the ghost of Steve Jobs. We're going to download him into a HoloLens. He's going to help us direct this very, very, very violent film. Um, and if... Which will cut funding for the development of the Microsoft HoloLens and it will never be made. And if, the, yeah, we're going to get the HoloLens shelved permanently... And that buys us at least a couple centuries. Yeah, that buys us a couple of centuries until someone discovers it inside of an old abandoned spaceship. Absolutely. On another planet, which turns out to be Earth all along. I think that's a good job. I think that's a job well done. We've done it. For us. We've saved the today. world. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome, guys. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, Brad, yes. where can people find you on the internet? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at BuffWoto um, or uh, Twitch. I'm on Twitch pretty regularly if you watch all that sort of stuff is that the same username buff woto nope <laughs> why would it be it's brad woto <laughs> uh, brad woto of course of course like who needs brand consistency buff woto twitter brad woto everywhere i think you can search brad woto on twitter and i come up yeah i'm the one with more followers than the other one <laughs> yeah <laughs> or watch the pewdiepie channel <laughs> oh yeah you can watch the pewdiepie channel and sometimes sometimes, sometimes you see brad um but just just again it's very it's very obscure humor though you might not like it i'm rarely there actually as myself i'm usually dressed up as a girl or a pimp or something doing voices for various inanimate or objects. a voice for an eagle or something yeah the way it goes beautiful thanks for having me on bing hey no worries i think we did a good job today i've enjoyed it i've had an existential crisis but also come back i've been grounded again by the thought of a blockbuster movie so the thought of that sweet green yeah and all those champagne receptions there's that we're nothing get more grounding to. for the human mind than money just look at any hollywood star mm. except for nicholas cage he lost all of his in a ponzi scheme <laughs> uh, so until next time stay safe and use dial up yeah.